Now that you have that figured out, did you look at the airplanes? Oh, sorry. Yeah. So, is it a thing that I can go to? Yeah, it's a Twitter link. No, <laughs> I, I mean the... Means in person. Oh, oh, the event. <laughs> <laughs> is it one of those, like, flyovers for uh, one of the military planes they all love? The Blue Angels? Oh, my... Oh, my God. What if it is? <laughs> and the Kid Rock plane is one of them? I don't know. I'm dying to know. I love... I personally love that Patrick American immediately badass. knew that it was Kid Rock's plane. I mean, it says American <laughs> Badass. I know, but I know, but like, to people that aren't us or people that aren't just like brain poisoned by Kid Rock over the years, if you just heard American Badass, be like, okay, whatever, it's just some idiot. But we all know, we're like, that means Kid Rock. <laughs> Man. Yeah, Joshua, we gotta we gotta figure out how to how to get get there. I have <laughs> I have issues to bring up with with Mike Lindell. I've been up since three, and it's I blame his pillow. I'm not sleeping well, and I'm still I'm still <laughs> I'm still not switching back to my regular pillow. I'm yeah, I love keep... that you're so committed to this bit that you're just <laughs> going to not sleep. I'm giving. I feel like I'm giving him a very fair shot. But I do want to confront him about it, like a, a Project Veritas guy. <laughs> I guess they don't confront anyone. They just, okay, I'll hidden camera confront him. He's mere miles away. Yeah. I mean, come on, go. I mean, we need to record this first. But I then... like that he's so comfortable in Missouri now. He knows his biggest fan is here, you. Truly, I am. <laughs> That's why he's throwing all of these. He just wants you to come see him. No one else cares as much as I do about Mike Lindell, I'm confident. Yeah, I'm pretty confident you about know, that. Un- yeah, unfortunately, I think that that you, I think you're on the on the money with that one. Homie. Maybe, maybe his old crack dealers that that had an intervention for him. They might <laughs> care about him more than me. Maybe, just maybe. Are we in the show right now? Yeah, I say why not. Feels good. Okay. All right. Just making sure. Do you have something offensive to say? <laughs> Oh, yeah, we can throw it in the cut zone, you know. <laughs> no, I just didn't know. if We were doing our one of our famous intros. You know how we always how we always start the show with an intro. Yeah, welcome to the show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, guys, for the, the lack of uh, typical pleasantries. We are, at, as as we logged on to start this episode, we, we did get the news that, that apparently Kid Rock's plane is in Branson, and as you guys all know, that's that's our personal 9-11. So on actual 9-11, I think it feels good. Kid Rock and Mike Lindell are hanging out in Branson as we speak. So My God, there's a second crank. A second crank has hit the runway. Yeah. <laughs> a second. <laughs> Once again, we are, uh, we missed, uh, we're... We're late to a holiday by the time this comes out. Well, you know, we've had to be in a period of mourning. I know everyone on this podcast is so sad that the queen died. (laughs) 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 It would be the funniest thing in the world if Prince Charles just fucking fell over dead today on (laughs) 9-11. Not Prince Charles, King Charles, excuse me. Thank you. Excuse you. you. Do you know if he is tied to the, the, the pedophile cabal like she was 
Because all of the Q people, I didn't realize she was a big Q thing, but they're all doing a huge victory lap that she died. Oh, yeah. Have you seen the photo, yeah, the, is... the log cabin? Yeah, with Epstein. Yeah. The, <laughs> they, they were both in a log cabin at some point. Checkmate. <laughs> I, yeah, I um, I don't know. I mean, I think she has alleg- allegedly knew about how bad the Prince Andrew stuff was. Prince Andrew, yeah, I believe that, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, that's that's what, like, I factually 100% know. And so, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't shock me, you know. if the, Like, here's the thing, I don't buy into, like, the Q conspiracy. Like, I haven't, like, gotten... You know that far. You don't. Um, you don't think she yet. was taken out seventeen seventy seventeen hundred and seventy six days after Q first surfaced? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. <laughs> um, <laughs> here's the thing: is that I think if the Queen had died early, earlier than we had been led to believe, just based on the reactions from people on social media, I think every Irish person would have felt it vibrating in their blood. Um, so I, I do think she died when, when the official story told us she did, because see I'm they really I, seem to feel it. I'm all in on the <laughs> queen's been dead for months. All in. <laughs> I want to know if, if Q is this powerful, why is Q using the power so idiotically? Like, oh, let's let this lady wait till she's 96 and then take her out. Q works in mysterious and let, ways. And let Joe yeah. Brandon be president. Yeah. there um sarah huckabee sanders has been campaigning all across the country for governor of arkansas um i don't know if she thinks those people can vote in arkansas or not i i don't know that she knows where arkansas is to be completely clear but she is even starting that talking line of how like this election might be stolen from her i'll say this if if that comes back (laughs) and she loses this i I absolutely believe in in the mules. I believe <laughs> that yeah. Arkansas around five thousand mules. For who's she running against? Uh, Chris Jones, who is like he see. I mean, he's a he's fine. He, you know, I think he honestly he's a little bit better than most of the Democrats that uh, the Arkansas Democratic Party puts up. But you but know, it's I also mean, a state that they don't poll because they don't need to because she's going to win by twenty points. Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be, you know, the polls close at like, I think like 730 in Arkansas and it's like 731. They're going to declare her the governor of Arkansas. The, Mike Huckabee and the Little Rockers are already going to be playing the, the oh, victory God. party. Absolutely. But yeah, the queen died. Um, we have 9-11 today. It's been a big <laughs> week uh, to be terminally online. I love it when we get a little... Oh, just a little dress rehearsal for when Henry Kissinger dies. When Henry Kissinger dies, Twitter is going to go down. I'm going to be like the like the British people that surround the the uh, the the castle, but I'm going to surround his residence and break into sad song. <laughs> I just found out this week that "God Save the King" is the same uh, melody as. America the Beautiful. I found that out too. I had no idea. I was, <laughs> I was like, I think I'm probably the only person that didn't know this, so I'm just gonna not say anything. So I'm so glad that you did. I'm glad that we are both in this together. I was like, man, that tune sounds familiar. <laughs> and 
Why would I know what a weird British song sounds like? And they were singing God Save the Queen, like, immediately after the Queen died. I was like, I, <laughs> I hate to be this way, but I think it might be too late for that. I think that ship has already sailed, personally. Back to the King Charles pedophile oh, thing. Yes. You know, he he did meet Diana when she was 16. Ooh, are we going to cancel him? Yeah. Time's up on, <laughs> on King Charles. <laughs> Also, a power imbalance. Power imbalance and, and age differential. This motherfucker is 73 goddamn years old. <laughs> and he is, uh, now now he's king. That I, You know, but yeah, I, had, I was, the, his hands, they are. I thought, I thought that was a joke. He's like, ill. I, I, had to, I had to check to see if that was a fake post. <laughs> no, there's multiple photos with his hands. I mean, I only look at way. his hands now. What is wrong with him? Yeah. Same. Something's bad wrong. Yeah, he doesn't have much left. I don't, I don't care about the royals at all. I try not to learn anything about them. I know that a lot of um, Americans, for some reason, really dislike one of the princes and, his, and Meghan Markle. And that's for all I some, some and weird one of reason. And one, one of the princes once dressed as a Nazi for Halloween. I, that, that was both of them. That was both the princes. <laughs> I am obsessed with the royal family not in that like i think that they're good but in a i'm obsessed with my haters kind of way i mean is the royal family hating on you (laughs) no i'm an obsessed hater that's that's how i needed a word that i'm an obsessed hater and so yeah and it's just their family history is so fucked up i think maybe it makes me feel a little bit better about my own because listen they are I, i just let's just like I don't think we should necessarily ignore how closely related a lot of them are. But you just get into like the little just like how fucking mean they are to each other. No, thanks. I personally love Meghan Markle. She came in and she was like, watch this. And she got one of them to quit and then called out the whole crown for being racist pieces of shit. But yeah, they really do. They do hate. They do let's hate get some, Meghan Let's Markle get some so e-cameras in there. there. Now that the younger generation is running and we got rid of the old bag. <laughs> Let's let's get this thing on TV. <laughs> the younger generation, let's on BBC Three, King yeah. Charles the Third, seventy three years blood. old. <laughs> that bitch reigned for seventy years. That's too. That's too long. What I did love about this the uh, the most is one of my favorite things that when celebrities die is people that love them are deranged on the internet about it. And like the things that people were posting were very funny, like in earnest. But then there was this picture going around of Paddington holding the queen's hand. Oh my God, that has been just (laughs) killing me, killing me. And (laughs) she's like, take me to my husband, which like people pointed out, like implies that Paddington is like the grim reaper for the UK. And... Yeah, I was I was hoping that we we get Queen Elizabeth up there with you know Kobe and Chadwick and RGB or RBG, but have not seen that yet. But I, I mean, short. you know, the next time someone dies, the Paddington Paddington memes will, are going to start flying. Absolutely. So there's Absolutely. there's something to look. Forward I think she to. can't be added to that because she's in the British afterlife. I think they have different people. It's like I don't know, Sid Vicious and. <laughs> 
Is, okay, is Sid Vicious the, the angel that sends us to heaven? Yeah. In, uh... <laughs> heaven is segregated by nationality. Yes. Hmm. It should be. Hmm, okay. It's, okay. <laughs> I just don't want to be in heaven with or the British. Just only the British yeah. are segregated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're like they've done enough. They they can't. Also, Paddington is leading her to hell. It's to disarm oh, him with his cuteness that he shows up, and you're like, "Oh, it's Paddington taking me to the next life," and then he just takes you down and takes you through the river, and you pay for your crimes. <laughs> a Paddington Grim Reaper would be a good Halloween costume. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. Free idea. Yeah, really there. I was very upset at the incredible. At goodwill today they had a whole bunch of masks and i couldn't find a jigsaw mask anywhere boo what are you guys going to be for halloween i haven't thought about it yet <gasps> what i think i think we're talking to someone who's been thinking about this I've for about been 11 thinking about months. it since november 1st <laughs> i had my i had this year's costume set <laughs> on november 1st of last year i always I'm like, I'm always having these big ideas, like, oh, I'm going to do this costume, and then I just, I never get around to it. I desperately want to be someone who gets, like, very into their Halloween costume, but I'm just, I just can't be. I love Halloween, and I love seeing other people's costumes. Um, and here's the thing, I have a lot of really great couples costume ideas, but, unfortunately, Margot will not get into any of her costumes with me, so. Yeah, I have a lot of... I didn't just wa- um, dress up a mannequin in the corresponding costume. Yeah, Harvey, that and carry it around. That, with that you. might be too sad <laughs> even for me, and that's a that's a pretty high bar. <laughs> I think it would be funny. But I am really really excited. Uh, Fayetteville is always pretty fun. Like around Halloween, there's this bar called Pinpoint. It's got a bunch of pinball machines. It's a really fun bar, but they turn it into Nightmare on Block Street, and it's like like halloween themed and like all of the booths in there are like themed like for a different like slasher movie or whatever and they have like these fancy drinks and they're just like spooky themed so i'm really excited for that to start hell yeah that should be well if anyone can find fun. a whale costume that would fit a cat i want to couple's costume where i'm ahab and googie is moby dick and i've tried to find this for years and cannot you, there, you really can't find a little cat costume of a whale? No. I can find, like, different kinds of... Fi- it's just not... It's not Moby Dick. I can find other fish, but no thank you. I'm looking for authenticity. Huh. Okay, okay, okay. That would be so cute. But and I'm not saying that you're overthinking this, but you could just very easily go as John and Garfield, and then you wouldn't yeah, have to wrestle Goofy into a costume. I tried to wrestle one time the year that I Think You Should Leave came out. I got Margot and I matching hot dog costumes. And um, she bit and scratched me. Um, and there was blood all over my costume. <laughs> she was so upset with me. So we don't we do not do that anymore. I think Googie likes his little dress-up box. Yeah, he doesn't mind it. I'll, also, I want to so point cute. out, there are a lot more costumes that didn't make it into the box. There's like... A dozen more costumes in that store. <laughs> I opened I opened a drawer and I was like, they didn't even come close to finding all the costumes. 
<laughs> I made Googie a costume box. And when I say m- made a costume box, I wrote Googie's costumes on a cardboard <laughs> box. <laughs> his best one is probably just his, his bat God, wings. That's so cute. And I tried to put Margo in those last year. So I thought, okay, it's a little less confining than a hot dog. No. Very upset. It would look so cute because she already looks like a little bat. Yeah. They're pretty easy to get them to strap in. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't try with my other cats, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, my family is going as um, Greek mythology. Mm. Ooh, that's so fun. What are you, who are you going to be? I am Nyx, goddess of night. Okay. That's, I always love your costumes. They're always so fun. Your son always has some interesting touches to put on them, and I'm very jealous. <laughs> he chose this theme. He well. chose last year too, didn't he? He's been choosing for. <laughs> That's when you. A while <laughs> is it last year when uh, you dress your daughter up as the, <laughs> like a little like puff of smoke or something? There was a factory was that, involved. Uh, no, the, he was. Yes, he he wanted to go as capitalism. Oh and yeah. So he was he was a factory with. <laughs> the smokestack on top of his head she was the boss of the <laughs> oh that's what it was that's what it was <laughs> as a little boss baby <laughs> we love a girl boss <laughs> okay what horrific things are happening let's give the people what they want yeah let's give the people what they want okay so i think we can jump in this week we can do a little bit of a fateville update because we've had some Dumber shit than usual happening, which for Fayetteville is a pretty high bar. Um, high point, though, Hogs undefeated. They've only played two games. They've been against pretty easy folks, but they're undefeated so far, so that's nice for football season. But last, how about them pigs? How about them pigs? They're playing. Um, that's what Missouri. you say, right? <laughs> no, it's more of like woo pig suey, but you know, we can ask what about them pigs. That's fine. I think that might be more like a babe. Um, I'm going to than... try to get this to catch on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll I'll start spreading it uh, in Fayetteville. We'll see where we get with it. <laughs> okay. So this week, um, Fayetteville City Council had renaming Archibald Yell Avenue on the agenda. And as, like I said, usually they fucked it up. It's pretty embarrassing. <laughs> So the idea to rename Archibald Yeld has actually been floating around since 2019. And then recently, Fayetteville's Black Heritage Preservation Committee, they, they went ahead and formally like, announced their, their recommendation to change the street to Nelson Hackett Avenue. Now, um, I'm going to get into both who Nelson, ha- Nelson Hackett is and who Archibald Yell is and the history of the street and everything. But a lot of like the... Um, like major like historical information that I'm talking about today. I got from a story that Stacy Ryburn wrote for the uh, Northwest Arkansas Democrat Gazette. He has done a really, he does a lot of really great, fantastic reporting around our uh, city council. So I definitely like check him out, follow him on Twitter. It's great follow. So Archibald Yell Ave, what is it? So Archibald Yeld is, it's this half mile stretch in Fayetteville. And it connects college and school. And it's like, it's kind of weird. It's like this like weird, windy little spot in the road. And it really separates like the what's on the north side of that street is like Dixon, the university, like rich neighborhoods, the co-op, you know, 
all the stuff that keeps Fayetteville funky. Um, and the south of the street is Southtown, which, I mean, it's just like, I, and I don't want to dox myself too much, but like, I do live in South Fayetteville. Um, but like this, it's just like a very working class neighborhood. Um, our unhoused neighbors, um, a lot of them live, um, in our parks down in South Fayetteville. There's older buildings, non-luxury apartment buildings, you know, real spooky shit. Now, Archibald Yell, um, the history of the street itself is pretty important. Um, streets in the southern part of the town were laid out in a grid, according to aerial photographs from the 40s. The street was built in 1953 and named after Yell. Uh, the naming came at the suggestion of Walter J. Lemke, um, who was the organizer of the Washington County Historical Society. Um, historians largely consider Yell a, quote, founding father of Fayetteville. He practiced law in the city, and he actually owned um, most of the land in what we now know is um, South Fayetteville. And he was a slave owner, and he died in nineteen, or excuse me, in 1847 at the Battle of Buena Vista in the Mexican-American War. And he's still buried in Fayetteville today in Evergreen Cemetery, um, which is not too far from uh, the Archibald Yell Avenue. And many of the city's lower income residents and people of color live uh, south and kind of east of the street. And the street's placement likely had a role in the makeup of the neighborhoods. Now, Nelson Hackett. Um, Hackett was an enslaved man who fled Fayetteville on horseback in July of 1841, seeking freedom. Um, that was according to Michael Pierce, associate history professor at the University of Arkansas. Um, Pierce actually heads the Nelson Hackett Project, a program aiming to make Hackett's story widely known across the state through his website and lectures. So he actually traveled all the way up, like, through Canada. So it's like 900 miles on horseback. And because Canada um, at that time had, like, the British colonies had, had abolished slavery throughout its empire, you know, to a certain degree. And... And that included its colonies in North America. So Alfred Wallace, who was the man who, I don't want to say, you know, own, he claimed to own Hackett. He ended up tracking Hackett down and demanded his arrest and extradition. And accused him of stealing the horse $500 and some other stuff. And so Archibald Yell, the governor of Arkansas at the time, um, is the one who wrote the letter to Canada like the Canadian embassy or whatever, and requested that Nelson Hackett be sent back to Arkansas where he was sold back into slavery. Um, there are, there are stories that Nelson Hackett, um, was sold again back into slavery actually in Texas. Um, and that he did escape again, but nobody really knows what happened to him. Um, and so this actually ended up causing like a little bit of an incident, like an international incident of sorts, um, because after that, Canada actually made it a lot harder to request the extradition of slaves um, back to the states once they had escaped. Now, um, uh, Alfred Wallace, who was the man who claimed to own Nelson Hackett, he owned a grocery store, um, kind of where the Bank of Fayetteville sits on the downtown square. And um, Hackett actually worked there. And that'll come in, in a little bit later. So... I know that was a little inside baseball, but I just wanted to give some of the historical context behind it. So, City of Fayetteville has, I think, and you guys can tell me if I'm wrong here, this kind of seems like a knock it out of the park. This seems like a very easy decision to make. 
Um, I w- <laughs> one of these people sounds better than the other. Yeah, you know, uh, it almost seems like it's uh, probably weird that we named the street after him to begin with. But here we are. So the um, the Black Historical Preservation Society, they're the ones who um, suggested, hey, we should rename this Nelson Hackett. Because here's the thing, until this whole story kind of started coming up um, in like 2019, I had no idea about this history, you know, that, that we had in Fayetteville. And, you know, I feel like I'm probably, you know, I'm, I read a little bit into, you know, this stuff. And so now we have um, the Fayetteville City Council. They have this option to like completely knock us out of the park. So they choose to, instead of just approving it and renaming the street, because it's literally like half a mile long, like this is not a major project. Um, you literally just need to change the street signs. A couple people need to change their addresses. It's no big deal. Instead, we had a real scholar's salon about it. Um, <laughs> Council member Mike Wiedeker, um suggested, let's name it Henderson Boulevard. Um, for the name, the founders of the Henderson School, because it connects the two, you know, college and school. Stupid. Um, he wrote a letter to the city attorney requesting this, but anyway. And then somebody else from the um, Cemetery Association in Fayetteville, um, they said that Yell was a well-respected figure. She said Yell always endorsed equality. I don't know that um that's that's a that's a that's a bold statement for somebody who owns slaves. The woke slave owner. Yeah. Um Hefner um said Yale's actions to sign extradition papers for Hackett was his legal duty after Hackett's convention in, conviction in county court. Um oh, okay, but this is so stupid. I'm not sure he had to do that though. Yeah, no, I mean he's like he's the governor. You know, he could just also, it was the 1800s. You can be like, oh, yeah, I didn't hear that because, you know, we, we don't have, like, phones or anything. Um, yeah, he could have just not done that, you know. Here's the thing is, like, people want to make this out to be, like, oh, it was a, a, a complex issue. It's like, no, like, people knew in the 1800s that slavery was bad, or at least they should have known. It was bad then. I mean, it was, when people it's bad want now. to go back and say, well, it was a different era, there were people who were abolitionists at the time. So there were, you know, like, so you, you don't get to say, yeah. oh, well, uh, we didn't know that this was bad then. Because some people did. Exactly. Exactly. It's like people, like, very clearly knew, like, shit, we ended up fighting a whole war about this 20 years later. Um, like, you knew it was bad, and you could have said, hey, I'm not going to do that. I mean, here's the thing. If Yell was truly, which I don't believe he was, you know, this, you know, the you know the woke Arkansas governor, he would have said, oh, hey, yeah, I'm not doing that. He got away. He's, you know, in Canada. Let it go. But it said, no, he chose to sign the extradition papers and, and bring an enslaved man uh, back to his captors and so they could sell him back into slavery, you know? kind of fuck that up. I don't think you get a street named after you if you, you fuck up that bad. I mean, unless you're in America, of course. So Marilyn Hefner, who, you know, says, you know, woke Archibald Yell, she says that if the council votes to rename the road, she also will consider naming another street in Fayetteville after Yell. <laughs> what would be the point of this? <laughs> you know, why, why would we change the name on this street 
from Archibald Yell Boulevard to Nelson Hackett Boulevard to then go, like, what are we going to fucking, like, rename block? You know, oh, yeah, we'll just turn. What? You should just change all the street names. <laughs> yeah, we're just going to, we're going to flop them all around. <laughs> every, That's so stupid. Every street gets, uh, just rotate counterclockwise with the names. Yeah. Every year. We're going to do that every five years. <laughs> <laughs> so, now, thankfully, neither of those two dumb suggestions were approved. They did ultimately table it until, um, I believe, in October sometime. Because, ultimately, they're like, oh, we're worried about what the businesses will think. And I do just, like, I want to remind people, like, this this is a half-mile stretch of road that... I, there's, I mean, there's like a couple of businesses on this road, but I hate to be mean, like I change your business cards. Like it's, it's not that expensive. I don't know if, you know, if the city of Fayetteville is truly that worried about the business owners on this stretch of road adapting, I don't know, offer them a grant to, you know, so they can change their signing or, you know, their advertising or whatever. Also, like for the most part, people are still going to know where the shit's at. It's like the fucking yeah. pizza hut. Like are we're going to know where the pizza hut's at. You know, we'll we'll figure it the fuck out, you know? Are, are they not going to be able to find the businesses if the name of the road changes? Yeah. <laughs> it's funny because they act like when people drive on this road, they're going to be like, oh, Nelson Hackett, I've never been on this road a thousand times before. <laughs> where am I? Yeah. Where... And it's just, yeah. Um, so they ended up tabling this. Um, so you have a chance to talk to the businesses, how they feel about renaming the street. And then this is truly the kicker, and this is something I want to talk about just a little bit more here, um, is in the meantime, what they did approve is a small plaque at the site of the current Bank of Fayetteville, which was where Nelson Hackett was, you know, enslaved and forced to work at, um, because that was the building that uh, Alfred Wallace owned before it was burned down. And so they have approved a small plaque in the uh, the flower beds of the Bank of Fayetteville for Nelson Hackett. Which is truly, truly some fucking Fayetteville lib shit. You know? <laughs> that sucks. How many statues of football coaches do you have in the city? You know, I don't think... No, I think we have one. Um, one or two on campus. But we are getting a bronze statue of a police officer that was killed like four years ago. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and they they also renamed a fucking street after him. That's another thing is they will they changed the name of the Porter Road exit, uh, exit sixty five to Stephen Carr Memorial Drive or whatever because that's where the new police station is going to go. And they're also building a bronze statue of him. So we can we can push that through. No problem. But, like, this small, you know, and, like, here's the thing. Like, this isn't justice. Like, this isn't, you know, this isn't going to, you know, do anything to right the wrongs or to right, like, how, like, especially unhoused people of color are treated in, you know, in Fayetteville, especially when you get into South Fayetteville. Like, this isn't going to, you know, magically make that better. But this is just, this is such a, like, a, oh, yeah, of course we should do this. We, you know. Maybe we should take a look at all they the can't even names. They can't even get uh, very surface-level symbolism right. Exactly. And I think that is so frustrating because people want to, like, lift Fayetteville up as this, like, oh, it's like this, you know, blue liberal bastion of, you know, good we're the good part of the state. And 
and that like really really frustrates me because like people of Fayetteville think well I live in Fayetteville and I'm you know I have a Chris Jones sign in my yard I'm doing you know I'm doing what I need to do and we don't need to worry about all of any of this other shit and we're gonna do this small like insignificant memorial plaque that nobody's gonna see um instead of you know just like something I said slam dunk that's a win any anytime that you can unname a road after like a racist slave owner i think it's probably a win in the fucking year 2020 2022 jesus <laughs> i bet i bet the odds city council wouldn't have fucked it up like this you're not going to be the liberal haven for long that, no they probably just would have the the oz they probably just would have named the whole street from the top of college to the bottom of school <laughs> archibald yell <laughs> how are your cranks taking this you know, here's the thing, and I get sometimes a little jealous. There aren't, um, <laughs> we don't have a ton of cranks at city council. We will occasionally get cranks at city council, but it's about like different things. Like uh, sometimes like some zoning issues. Um, but most of the people that show up like enraged to city council are property owners when they want to build um, an apartment building anywhere near their home um and god forbid it be affordable housing um those are the people that show up and really show their asses at our city council yeah you've got a big developer problem yeah we have a big a fatal some would say developer yeah, problem. we have busy bodies who are very upset about things that do not matter to them at all who would get mad about this as a racing history oh yeah i know that's i know they make I was, t-shirts um, at the print shop with archibald on them yeah my God, you guys really would. I did find out, though, the other day I was talking to, uh, oh, sorry, my friend Garrett, and he was um, he was telling me, he was like, yeah, did you know, one, that the, the Fayetteville city flag has been to space, which I did know that, but I actually looked back and Fayetteville tried to do a, like a contest for a new flag back in, I think, like 2014. And apparently it got so ugly immediately they just canceled it and we just kept the same shitty flag. <laughs> because I would, I, I do think maybe a new flag would pull out some of like the, the real Fayetteville freaks. And I would love to see it. We've seen firsthand. Huh? There are still people who are angry about the flag. <laughs> but it's tattered and... <laughs> how often, how often are these people like still like posting or like... Do they, like, does the the Crank Brigade, um, do they still, like, genuinely believe, like, they're going to be able I to get the old so. flag back? I think they've kind of given up until they take back council. I think they, they're they going to try to push that through. Uh, but the, the group itself has kind of uh, just stopped posting. I think a couple of their posts ago was about us. <laughs> so... They've kind of lost their way as far as <laughs> there was a post. The there was a post not too long ago. I think in July, right? About the oh yeah, that the was battered recent, and torn one. <laughs> but it's still it's still flying. But oh yeah, that was post election, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah I think yeah. so. It wasn't too long ago. That's a good one. They're still thinking about these. It. <laughs> I will probably never forget the. Uh, the, the, the Springfield flag debacle. I did show that, what was it, that video that somebody put together at the city council meeting um, where Mika Aiton, Mika Aiton is speaking. And I showed that to them. And 
they were just like on the floor. They're like, this can't fucking be real. <laughs> I do often wonder sometimes if Springfield is just a giant hallucination that I'm having. <laughs> I hope for my sake. We're all sharing that fever yeah. dream. I do wonder, and, and this is just like me kind of like, I have no proof of this. I do kind of wonder if in maybe like Bentonville or Rogers, where there's a little bit more money and a little like more people who are like, I think like a little bit more conservative than they are in Fayetteville, which there's still plenty of conservatives in Fayetteville, don't get me wrong. But I wonder if like in those places where it's a little more money, a little more places like that, I wonder if there are like more cranks that come out to the city council. I'll be honest, like kind of outside Washington County, I don't, I can't like keep up with all of it. Maybe I should look into that. I just know there's some just real fucking weirdos about like all the development that's going on in Bentonville right now. We're working on our, uh, our developers are getting stronger here. Oh God. They're rolling in a dozen, a dozen deep with their crew to, to speak at meetings. All is concerned citizens who want development. And they're getting called cunts. Um, well, if we're talking Springfield cranks, is that what you had to talk uh, about? Jason? I think that was one of the things, but yeah. Which crank are you looking at? I don't know. You tell me. Oh. <laughs> no, I... Let's see. Missouri lowers requirements for substitute teaching. <laughs> that was a... Oh, my God. I saw mm. that. I had that on my list of things I wanted to ask yeah, you Yeah, basically... If you want a substitute teacher, you can you can go ahead and do it. I think what what do you need? You need thirty six college credit hours now to get a certificate. Oh, I'm good. I can I can be a sub. Yeah, go for it. It's <laughs> based on my experience. It's very enjoyable. You won't hate it more than anything you've ever done. If the cranks found out I was substitute teaching, <laughs> oh my god. Ooh. That'd be, that'd be bad. I mean, do it as a bit. Come on. <laughs> they would shut okay. that school down. Yeah, they, they probably would. Okay, so I'm looking, and I was thinking, I was like, oh, wait, you don't have to have, there's no way they require any anything in Arkansas to be a substitute teacher. Because I remember one time a girl that like graduated like two years ahead of me, my senior year was one of my substitute teachers. Um, but I just looked it up and all you need in Arkansas to be a substitute teacher is proof of high school diploma and passing both a statewide and nationwide background check. Yeah. Let's go. And that's, that's all you need to be a substitute teacher in Arkansas. I think that's what it's going to be soon if, if they can't. Yeah. Cause, cause no one wants to work anymore is what Bill, what Bill Maher was telling. He was talking about Labor Day. Nobody wants. And what his takeaway from Labor Day is. I, he, what he was thinking about on Labor Day was how no one wants to work anymore. And no one will go into the office anymore and just do your job, <laughs> which I don't know what he's talking about. Bill, 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 what office do you go into every day? The writer's room. And he says, he says, pitch me some jokes. What, what, what do you got with Amanda Heard and poop? And then they just start pitching their best bits. I'm sorry. Why but, his bits are so always so outdated. No one is talking yes. <laughs> about Amber Heard's poop anymore. We are he past is. the no, I, no one's going into the office thing. We've all been working for a year and a half now. Well, yeah. no one's going in to the schools to teach the kids. Allegedly. 
okay, Bill. <laughs> is, is I mean, is he having to pick up his girlfriend from high school? Is that what she is? He getting like a report from the inside? Like what? Like how's he? <laughs> How's he getting this information? <laughs> I think most of like most of his information is just stuff that he feels like is true based on his resentment about young people. Do you think he's just sad he's getting old? Yes. Is that why? Okay. Absolutely. Like one okay. of his big things is ageism. Now that he's getting old, oh, he constantly God, talks about of ageism. Course. You're not being discriminated against because you're old, Bill. You're people don't want to hang out with you because you're annoying. Um sorry, you know. Once again, that can't be a surprise to him. I'm sure it is, though. He's pretty delusional. Um, another another local-ish thing. I don't know if you guys talked about this last month. but Or did we talk about this? The Cassville thing? Oh, no, we didn't uh, talk about it. A little bit. We, I don't think we got into too oh, okay. far into it. No, I just thought it was funny because I saw the newspaper while I was gone, and it was something about how the headline was students to protest. And... I assumed it was something about library books or pride flags, and then it was corporal punishment. (laughs) Yeah. It's so wild to me that schools are, like, still, I mean, we're ever allowed to do that, but, like, especially now are allowed to do it. That is just... Yeah, I mean, it's too bad bad Patrick's not on, because he has, he was paddled in, like, middle school. Oh yeah, we. I mean, at our school, we got paddled, but it was private school. It's crazy because the photos on these are like the dazed and confused paddles. They're those things. <laughs> what, are you wanting updated I paddles? Know. I don't know what I want. I guess I do want it to say "fuck <laughs> you" like Ben Affleck's paddle or Soul Pole or whatever. They need to write funny things on them. They can't just be plain, plain paddles. Well, anyway, I thought that was a crazy story. Um, that reminds me. That is no. It's 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 really it's really nuts. And I I just I can't like and I don't I I don't want to wade us like too far into you know like the the, the parenting discourse of around spanking because like I'm not a parent. Like I just I just don't see how that helps, and I just don't see how like making kids like afraid that they're gonna be hit by their teachers at school. I, I just, I don't see how, like, that's conducive to, like, any kind of, like, learning environment. And, um, yeah, I absolutely wouldn't, you know, I, once again, it's easy for me to say I'm not a parent, but, like, it seems like a pretty easy, no, you don't get to hit my kid. I don't know. I mean, the parents have to sign something for them to be able to do it at this, so. But it is, it is wild that half of the discourse is we need to beat children more in school, and the other half is the teachers are creep groomers who are grooming <laughs> yeah, children. Yeah, yeah. But also, they should have guns and be able to spank. Yeah, children. these yeah. these groomer yeah. teachers, uh, please pull my child's pants down and spank them. These groomer teachers in schools also, uh, you shouldn't have any credentials to teach. Just anyone to bring <laughs> bring anyone in. Well, I mean, that was no you know what Harvey was talking about uh, because you know, like we said, she's always hot. She's always right. Mm-hmm. Is but that's like ultimately what they want is they want folks that haven't quote unquote been indoctrinated by big 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 ed um and that's what they want is they want people who like their only like formal education has probably been incredibly religious um those are the people that they they want to make it easier to get those people into schools and so 
it starts off, and I'm gonna gonna sound a little crazy here, but it starts off with the substitute teachers, and then was it in Florida? Maybe troop teachers. They yeah. like now They're bringing in Tom Berenger from the substitute to uh, to teach your kids. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna call him up from the call him up from the minors, um, and then. And was it in Florida that now if you're just like a, a retired or like you're out of the military, you can just be a teacher? Yeah, you get a twofer yeah. there. You also get someone to patrol the hallways with a gun. Win-win. Yeah. Oh, great. So we need more guns in Florida schools. When, maybe I've told this before. My mother was a secretary at one of the local um, Christian schools here that we went to. And she she had to be the witness to watch the, the principal spank the students. And she took us out of the school and quit the job because he was taking too much pleasure in spanking them. Oh, my God. Anyway, weird stuff. That's, that's disgusting. <laughs> and that wasn't even my the, the local Christian Good school that traumatized me. Completely <laughs> so, different school. <laughs> oh, my God. Holy shit. Uh, anyway, enough of that. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. We talk about this every uh, every week now, I feel like, but the... The destruction of the public education system is really going to be what does it, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. I don't think think we talked about on here our our, uh, uh, idiot school board member, have we, Steve McCaskey? No. Yeah. We did not get around to talking about him. Oh, yeah. No, we deactivated all of his social media. (laughs) Did he really? Yes. (laughs) <laughs> or maybe maybe oh I'm blocked God. there too. Actually, okay, this fucking pussy. Wait, yeah, no, that's just oh say it's just another blocking me. I haven't even interacted with them. Let me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look. People forget about me. I saw someone else say that he he had deactivated his Facebook pages. Oh yeah, it's not coming up for me. <laughs> he did. Oh my God, you fucking pussy. <laughs> Thank you for saying it. I can't say it. <laughs> He's like he's like your Chris Beckett. Yeah, <laughs> it got hard. Go. So we we need to, to go stand outside of his house and scream stuff at him because if he's not gonna let us scream online at him, this is our only venue. So okay, can you guys give like I think I know what happened, but can you just maybe people don't know like what what did he do? Um. Okay. Well, I will start with the the first part of it because this okay. is kind of, he had a he had a big week. And and there was two two parts to it, and the first part was that he's consistently since he's taken office just kind of done one bumbling thing after another. Yeah, well, for his first little bit in there, he just sat back and fell asleep at the table and uh, <laughs> didn't really add too much input. And now he's really starting to pop off. Um, yeah, we like him sleepy. Yeah. <laughs> Keep Sleepy these, Steve. Push the uh, start time. He probably just recently purchased it to my pillow and had not flattened it out yet and just wasn't getting sleep. And that's why he's <laughs> dozing off. <laughs> we could solve so many of the school's problems if we just push the school board meeting back a couple hours. <laughs> <laughs> push the start time back. Um, but a couple of weeks ago, there was a school board meeting. And um, on the agenda was approving a existing contract a renewal of a contract for Saab which is the student African American Brotherhood mm-hmm. and it was a very simple the contract already existed there wasn't any change, changes to it it was just renew it for another year very simple and I knew something was going on because for the public comment section um, 
members of Saab got all 10 spots to talk about what their organization means to them, how important it is, how much of a positive impact it's had on their lives. And then, as the meeting was getting started, Steve requested a motion to separate out that contract because it was in like a group of contracts and he wanted to pull Mm -hmm. that one out of the agenda to discuss by itself Um, his reasoning being that he thought they needed more discussion on it and he wanted the president of the organization to come and give them a special proposal about like defending his organization to him basically um and another an important part of this is that Saab moved their headquarters to Springfield Missouri a few years ago like at the request of the city of Springfield and so they moved their entire organization here from Ohio I think um and so this it turned into like a half hour discussion between board members with like Dr. Mm -hmm. Uh, Sharita Thomas-Tate saying, you know, why? Why do you want this? Like, why do you want this specific organization to come and defend a special proposal but no other organization, just this one? And so things got nasty. Of course, uh, MM and R. Kelly Byrne were on board with Steve. Danielle Kincaid said she was disgusted by the whole thing. Steve got really mad at her for saying that. It was a whole big drama. And so that was first in the week. Okay. And then I don't know if Josh wants to take off the with the second thing he did. Then, like a lot of these guys, he got his, uh, his chance to do his uh, shock jock radio show. And he went on, he went on right wing oh. radio and took over for Elijah. How do you say his last name? Har? Elijah Har? Har? Whatever. Whatever his last name is. Har. Uh, Har. Uh, <laughs> who I'm jealous of. Um, for, for unrelated reasons. Why? For rumor reasons. Mary Elizabeth. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, I can't oh, say oh. everything. Um, you, you have already given your notes of apology <laughs> for this. You can't yeah, bring sorry. it up again. Um, so he went on the radio and... Uh, did an hour with special guests to talk about gender gender identity. Oh, just, I'm sure, once again, a real so- scholar's salon on this one. The man we want to hear from is this 60-something, I don't know how old he actually is, but he looks terrible. He looks like shit. <laughs> this guy, uh, a compliance director from Rapid Roberts. Yeah, what, what does Steve think about gender identity in the learning I environment? I realized... And so... I realized until this week, I actually had no idea what Steve Mikowski looked like. And for some reason, I had pictured him like a lot younger, and not—I mean, he's old. I thought he looks like Prince Charles' like fingers. Like, oh, like maybe like <laughs> early to mid forties. And man, this man's a fucking crib keeper. Not really, but I was shocked. Yeah, uh, with no connection, with no connection to education in his career whatsoever. And yeah, Josh, his entire body looks like King Charles's ring finger. I, re- I realize we shouldn't make fun of how people look. I know, but oh no, we're allowed to do that. But that's fine. That's fine. But bad guy, bad I'm guy. I'm fine with it. Yeah. So yeah, he just he spent an hour talking to. Did he have someone on from BBC? He had some Baptist guy on to talk about 
gender identity. His his arguing that it's this is a distraction in the schools. All these pronouns and uh, uh, let me find a quote from him. He said, "Quote: Children curious about their pronouns are asking themselves." Quote, am I really a boy or a girl or am I both can be distracting in the classroom. He's one of these guys who thinks what is going on in schools, in your average public school, is exactly what he's hearing he on the radio. A... You know what I mean? From Glenn Beck or whatever. He thinks there's litter boxes for furries. Yes. They are so much more obsessed with it than, than anyone. anyone who yes, uses absolutely. a they, them pronoun. <laughs> It's, you know, and that's the thing. And like, I think I like, I get frustrated on this for a lot of reasons, but I also think it's really important to remember there are distractions, like very real distractions in learning, like, and, and that it's kids are only eating when they're coming to school. They're not able to eat. Like they don't have a coat. Like they are facing housing insecurity. They are actively unhoused. Like they are facing, you know, abuse or violence or, you know, any myriad of, like, bad things. And then just on top of just, like, I don't know, like, being a kid in, I imagine, this, having to be in public schools or just in school in general right now as a kid has to be terrifying because, you know, oh, hey, when's somebody going to come in here with a gun and, you know, kill us? There are all of these, like, very real distractions but it's just, that's why, like, you can tell, like, these people don't care about you. They don't care about the, your kids. They are only here to make some weird political statement because they're not actually, they're, they don't, they're not actually worried that these kids are being distracted by their learning because if they were, they would be talking about all these other things. But no, they just, they want to fucking make a point and they want to, like, prey on some of those vulnerable people imaginable. And it's disgusting. And he also said that his, um... I don't know if you already said this about him saying, I'm not speaking as yes, a board yeah, That's member. what I was about to I'm say. Just, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Buddy, <laughs> you're on the radio talking about something to do with schools. Right. You're only on the radio because you're on the fucking school board. No one wanted you on. You, you're not getting to host for an hour or three hours or whatever it was because you are the compliance director yeah. at Rapid Roberts. People only want to hear your thoughts because you have yeah. you wield a small amount of power, and for some reason, the thing you want to talk about is pronouns and gender identity. But yes, he said, and I I love this. If this is a rule, things said into microphones cannot be held against you in your job. I can say anything I want to <laughs> into this microphone, and you cannot yes. come out at the bookstore. You cannot leave one star reviews. It's just separate. I separate myself out. This is Hootenhaller Josh, offensive, wants to... Wants Steve to makes the rules. Decimate cities around the <laughs> in the surrounding areas. Regular Josh, just, hello, welcome to book, Bookmarks. <laughs> nice to meet you. Normal guy, nice guy. Not this guy, <laughs> fucking hate you. Is that your customer greeting? Do you say nice no, to meet no, you? No, I don't know what I was talking. I don't know what I was talking. I was... I almost said book castle and then I, I <laughs> threw myself off and that's why I said nice to meet you. <laughs> I was trying to do my phone voice, which if you've been in the store and I've answered the phone, ugh, it's awful. I I'm hate my phone voice. Just so I can hear it. Ugh, don't, please. <laughs> it's an awful voice. Yeah, but if that applies to Steve, then it sure as shit applies to us. Yeah, absolutely. So fuck off, Steve. I say here, but, but come by and buy a book, Steve. I've got plenty of fountainheads for you. I mean, literally so many. 
<laughs> I cannot. I cannot get rid of it. I can't believe you're not selling more Ayn Rand at <laughs> the place called Bookmarks. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he he also had on Doctor Doctor M to um. She was. They were talking about how they had them take down in the is it in the district all the safe space stuff and then just to kick blue specifically pride flags and stuff um well as i understood it it's like a district policy that schools were choosing or not choosing to enforce and so that's why it was like specifically kickapoo is that kickapoo decided to enforce it i could be wrong about that um so the, anyway, the, the, she wanted, they took down like safe, safe stuff. Here's the quote from her. What happens when you designate certain teachers as safe teachers that opens the door, that, that opens this door because now you're dealing with students who are emotionally vulnerable. And this is that class, and this is that classic student that is at risk for being groomed. And you have a popular teacher, and this is also characteristic, characteristic oh. of groomers. I'm not saying this is 100%. I'm just giving background. So popular teachers, groomers, and the kinds of teachers who would designate a classroom as a safe space, groomers. And absolutely not every teacher is a safe space in a school. I don't know if, if this lady has ever been in a school as a student at a pri- uh, any kind of school, but that's absolutely not no. true. <laughs> and that's, I don't, uh, like, it's so, uh, funny is not the word. It's so strange to me that they do all these things and they pay teachers like shit and they're like, why doesn't anyone want to teach anymore? And it's like, there's no way. I mean, even if I were like, I'm, I'm not like the personality type of somebody who could be a teacher, but if I were like, Hey, like if I were like, Oh, I'm out of college. I want to be a teacher. I, there's absolutely no way that I would do it right now. I'm not a personality type that can be a teacher. And I was a teacher. <laughs> Here's the thing. It, I think you, but you I would, a good teacher. Yeah, absolutely not. Absolutely not be a public school teacher no. right now in, in uh this environment where oh you're you're a well-liked teacher the students like you you're suspect number one for being a a pedophile groomer and i don't know these are awful people i i mean again this is it's part of the plan they're doing it on purpose because they want to drive teachers out of teaching they want certain teachers out of teaching good teachers out of teaching because it's their it's which she has said out loud is the plan yeah, it's part of the plan. And she is a rancid bitch, which I can say. Yep. Because I'm just a person <laughs> talking on a podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. All right. That, I mean, that's all I had for that. Bad people. They. I don't know. They're what? One person away from being able to decide everything for the school board. Yeah. I mean, Scott cries is the. um the swing vote right now he's the justice kennedy (laughs) and uh on the on the sob issue he did side against the cranks yeah yeah uh you uh, you guys truly you have some very incredibly special cranks bad people making life bad i don't care for it one bit not one bit Taylor, do you want to tell us about uh, Jam? Yes, I absolutely do. We'll do this, then we can finish up. Um, so we have a fun Jan Morgan update. After she um, lost her um, bid for lieutenant governor, or not lieutenant governor, uh, that was the last election, 
for Congress. She has been just posting online. She's going to, like we said earlier, just like the worst Republican dinners. But none in Fayetteville so far. I would love, I'm obsessed with Jan Morgan. And if I had to choose a way to die, I would love for her to shoot me. Um, she is. You can probably make it happen, she, honestly. Uh, yeah, that would uh, be an honor. She posted a uh, <laughs> a selfie of her with a recently with a, a gun holster on her thigh, and she says carrying a gun does and it's like her usual like picnic like Canva art shit. Um, incredible border, and it says carrying a gun doesn't have to cramp my style. Um, because holster. And then it says holsters because purses are for lipstick. And she's like posing with her, her gun on her thigh. Um, so if you're interested in, in buying a holster, I think she's got a coupon code. But um, I am good. What I'm most excited about is she is hosting a tactical goddess weekend training retreat slash slumber party. <laughs> This is I I have made a lot of financially irresponsible decisions in my life. This is $300 or $400, excuse me. And I'm considering going. Um but I Yeah, I, when you say slumber party, that that kind yeah. of seals it. Imagine getting you you can't sleep though. You won't be able to go to sleep. Oh no, absolutely not. Because we're going to be having You're too much have fun. To. <laughs> Don't close your eyes around them. So, but this is happening in Lead Hill, Arkansas. So, like, so, like, so close to, like, where I grew up. And picture this, a ladies-only retreat at a private facility in the beautiful, secluded rolling hills of Lead Hill, Arkansas. No one has ever called Lead Hill beautiful, secluded rolling hills. There is a full-time professional cook preparing three (laughs) hot meals a day. That's a... I'm wondering where the what the snack situation is going to be, but I'll ask more later. A premiere you have to make friends with the sh- yeah. A premiere all female team of instructors specializing in training women, teaching you the warrior mindset and tactical skills you need to survive an attack. <gasps> what is happening right now? Simulator training with scenarios that teach you threat assessment and decisions when ma- in making and decision making <laughs> in a crisis. They're going to teach you an <laughs> ocular <is>. pat down. <laughs> a chance to shoot. And I don't know what this means. So if you do, I guess DM me. So I know oh what I'm going to get myself into. A chance to shoot an Israeli Trevor. T- no, excuse me. An Israeli Tever. Or an AR-15. Um, shoot house drills. Moving and shooting. Low light shooting. Weapon retention. And a few defensive moves to get you out of a, quote, bad situation. And then... Taylor, 400 is a bargain for yes. this. Yes. That's a bargain. Yeah, all this, this for $400? Yes. <laughs> I want I to really, go. I'm serious. Yeah, I truly want to go. <laughs> I'm ready to do a sorority. Um, I'm in. around the campfire. Slumber party. Some, and it's just, the, the first is, is capitalized, some amazing door prizes from our sponsors, 2A Women, Agros Guns, and U.S. Law Shield, <laughs> and the chance to make new tactical goddess friends. Oh now, you may be God. like me, and you're like, I, do I have the skills? Do I have the basic skills to keep up at this retreat? No worries. We have three different group levels for you to choose from. Level one, defenders, 
newbie gun chicks. And then it has the little chicken and the egg emoji. <laughs> Level two, warriors, intermediate gun chicks. And then it's just the little chicken head. And then level three, savages, advanced gun chick. And it's just the full chicken emoji. (laughs) Groups are divided for gun class, but come together for other classes, meals, breaks, and slumber party. Every time slumber party is mentioned in this post, it is in caps. Women who couldn't get in our last retreat have already snatched up a number of spots. And some who were at our last retreat are coming back and taking the next level challenge. We arrive Friday, October 7th at 1 p.m. Depart for home October 9th after Sunday morning devotional and breakfast. Cost $3.99. Includes housing. We stay in a two-story bunkhouse. All meals, trainings, targets, and range safety gear. Limited space available. This retreat will sell out, sell out quickly. So get signed up ASAP. I was thinking... They have these three different groups, but clearly enough people are not going to sign up, so they're all going to have to be just thrown together in one group. But she sold this thing out last time? Allegedly, <laughs> but you can still... I believe it. I uh, believe Jan. You can Jan. still... Uh, cancellation policy. Due to the time commitment and financial investment in the facilities and foods, the host facility has a zero cancellation policy. Do not sign up for this retreat unless you are committed to attending. Yeah. Against cancel culture. This is legitimately one of the most unhinged things I've ever heard. And she has also... <laughs> been doing a lot of um like canva art um like the one that i sent you guys yesterday um and then my favorite one of hers which is where she's holding the rifle and she's got a filter on it and it says if you knew you would have to fight for your life tomorrow would you train differently today get armed trained and carry and it's her holding a gun it's incredible i want her to shoot me so bad this is very funny for me because I see uh, all of the Instagram MLM Huns who who were selling MLM, MLMs and then transitioned into being lifestyle coaches. They they all sell retreats like this, but their retreats are like fifteen hundred dollars, and you have to sleep in a tent and eat uh, quinoa. You're not getting skills. You're not getting life saving skills. Well, it, you know you're. You're discovering your inner uh, woman. You're sunning your butthole. <laughs> yes. You're you're sunning holes. You are getting in touch with your womb. You're not. Um, you're not shooting. Uh, uh, doing target practice on Hunter Biden. Or oh my God! Whatever. You know, you know that they have a Hunter Biden target at this. I'm guessing. Yeah, targets. Well. Hmm. I don't know. At this training, it's even... Yeah. I was going to say, Biden for sure. AOC probably. Jan really, really hates Asa Hutchison and John Bozeman, so I wouldn't be surprised if there's some of those two. Mm, the rhino hunting. <laughs> yeah, we're pro- yeah, that's what we're going to do. We're going to go rhino hunting <laughs> this retreat. Well, I hope I hope you report back from having gone. Uh, yeah, because there there is a chance that we will be disposed of in the forest, so... <laughs> <laughs> someone is getting shot in the foot there <laughs> but yeah so um that's that's what that's what harvey and i are going to be doing um so if we don't come back from lead hill yeah send a send a search party out for us 
if when that happens, uh, Pat and I are transitioning this to true crime. We are going to <laughs> be out there looking for Sasquatch yeah. and your body. You have to find our bodies. Um, I would say if you guys come to Lead Hill to search for Harvey and I, I, the first place I would stomp off if it's still open is Pizza and Ice Cream Land in Lead Hill. That I think that would be a good rendezvous point. <laughs> I want is one of the skills I want to learn how to like flip a fully grown man onto his back, you know? That, oh um, yeah, that move. Um, no, I think this is just more uh, firearm based defense. Um, we're not going to learn how to like de-escalate situations or get away without the gun. We're going to learn how to shoot people. I have to go to the YMCA to learn that. You need wrestling summer camp. <laughs> well, damn. Well, I, I thought I heard disarming on there. I oh, I think it's like web. Like I think it's away. more like weapon retention. <laughs> How do you keep somebody from wrestling your weapon away from you? So yeah, we might. Yeah, that's a good point. We might learn. I'll call Jan. We'll see. <laughs> yeah. Can you clarify, please? Listen, I will reserve two spots right now with my credit card. If you can promise me, we're going to learn how to flip a full-grown man <laughs> over. <laughs> if we need a man to volunteer, we will bring one. And it's Joshua. <laughs> I will volunteer to be flipped over and over and over by by tactical goddesses. <laughs> oh shit! And if you guys need a target to shoot at, you can hunt me. <laughs> Just give, give me a thirty minute head start. I will sign over now. See Josh running. Uh, I'm not the most dangerous game. There's deer that are yeah, more probably. dangerous out there than me. Are we going to Lucy are we going to camouflage you? Do you get to wear camouflage? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> shit (laughs) well thank you for sharing that taylor that is yeah the highlight of my week (laughs) yeah um we'll we'll keep you updated i i have truly been thinking about going um but i am afraid that jan might reject my application um or she would approve it and then shoot me on site when i got there (laughs) (laughs) but we'll see We'll, we'll see how we'll see how it pans out you say that you're crank light down there, but Jan is one of, a top tier crank. Jan, yeah, for I think what we make up, what we lack in maybe like Fayetteville cranks, Little Rock absolutely makes up for. Which I understand, not technically, you know, maybe the Ozarks, but I'm gonna count it because she is just too good. I'm obsessed with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, we've clowned on Jan. Uh, I suppose we should go ahead and wrap it up. Thank you, everyone, for coming through this week. We really appreciate it. Uh, if you want to follow us, we are on all the socials, at Hoot and Holler Pod. Uh, if you would like to support us materially, which we would totally appreciate, we're just a few subscribers away from Joshua having to uh, either lay on a train track or create a Phoebe Bridgers ukulele album Either way, it's going to be fantastic. 500, uh, 500 patrons, and I will let you hunt me. I will let all of the <laughs> listeners hunt me for sport. <laughs> Is this? Yeah, we'll yeah we'll we'll figure that out. But yeah, but that's a at the at the abandon at the abandoned oh. wildlife place, reptile world. Okay, reptile, predator sorry. world. Reptile. Predator world. That's it. Yeah, predator world. Uh, but if yeah. you will be the predator, <laughs> I will be the prey. <laughs> <laughs> If you're interested in that, um, there's more. You guys think this shit's deranged. You should hear what we put on the bonuses. Uh, you can check those out um, at patreon.com slash hoot and holler pod. 
Thanks for coming through. We'll catch you next week. Bye.